Karin and Karin Anders. Karin Anders. Today's patterns of work are changing. Designers often find themselves in precarious situations both financially and professionally. Meanwhile, artificial intelligence is advancing rather fast and it is also affecting the creative practice. How might it influence design and the role of the human designer? This is an episode in a series of speculative talks on human-bot relationships and the ways they will collaborate. Welcome to this show, Karin, Karin Anders. Hosted by me, Karin, and me, Karin Anders. Either human designer Karin will eventually team up with the design bot Karin Anders. This Anders will be my synthetic alter ego, but not my replica. Powered by advanced artificial intelligence, Karin Anders will be a computer program that is much more than simply a designer's tool. I and Karin Anders will be companions at work. In today's episode, we will meet the relationship counselor Ilona Romanovska. Hello. How to mediate between a human and a bot? No idea. <laughs> But I would like to try. And how will we avoid a big gap of knowledge between the two of us? Who's going to grow faster in this relationship, Karen Anders or Karen? How can I help remember without feelings? Would it be bad? You always, you never like we have in relationships sometimes, it's very unhealthy, yes, but maybe this machine will not have it and you will be able to communicate on the level of today. Ilona works as psychotherapist. More precisely, she is a coach and a relationship counselor. Her clients are all those who are not afraid of meeting themselves and to go forward. And today it will be us, Karin and Karin Anders. With Karin Anders, I may have good experiences and so I believe I can build trust in our relationship. Do you have any practical advice what we could consider before we start our collaboration? Listening mm-hmm. to each other. So then you can trust there is some space for both of you and you can exchange your experiences and then build something. Mm-hmm. And what would be your role in this constellation? You will try to understand why it happened. Because when we are in a relationship, we are too deep. We don't see it from the perspective and see what's really happened and what kind of reasons were there. Being inside does not allow you to see it from outside. But if we would have difficulties in that, how could you as a relationship counselor help us? How would you mediate between a human and a bot? No idea. <laughs> But to whom would you talk? To both, because they are equal, yes? Yeah. If it's the relationship, I should talk to both of them because they are building this relationship. I guess it's, it's a new thing for me. Yeah? But if there is a relationship, I cannot just pick one. So the one that has face, for example, like, like you. yeah, It's uh, easy to talk to a person with a face. It's much more difficult to talk to something that you just imagine how it looks. Yeah. In your work, do you then encounter already a similar situation? Maybe it's like... Uh, having a session with a person that is in front of you and the other one is on the phone only. Okay, but so how will I then be as important as Karin? 
the information I got from from this voice should be uh, as important and this one as this one that I ha I get from from this person being in front of me. But there is all these things with the body language as well. But I don't want to have the same body language as humans have. You know, in communication, it's uh, the language is only eight uh, percent. This is how we speak. What kind of words you use? If there is a scale in your voice or, or it's flat, so I believe Karen Anders is going to have it. She may not have legs or beautiful hands, but she may have this uh, scale in her voice, or so going higher and lower. Yes, mm -hmm. speaking slower or faster. So true, because it doesn't has to pretend to speak exactly like me. Yeah, I see that I'm lending Karen's voice, but I also don't want to sound like Google Duplex all the time. Hello, happening out here. Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering in what ways Karin Anders will then communicate with me. Because sometimes it could just suddenly pop up and direct me into a new direction. You know, like... Hey Karin, why aren't you looking into that field? I think that could be very interesting for you now. Yeah, but if she is learning from you, she will have only your perspectives. Oh, no, no. I'm also connected to the internet. So there could ah, also be that. Ah, she would be very smart. Yeah. She would be dangerous then, in a way. <laughs> and smarter. She could outsmart you. It's not in that way that it's about being smarter. It has different abilities. And I still have, as a human, another perspective. Yes, yes, yes. How... Do I, as a human, still believe in myself? I think it's maybe like one, one in the couple, uh, for example, one in the couple is going to, to study something, goes to study psychology and becomes smarter than the other one, yeah? Yeah, my pace of teaching or sharing my knowledge has to be adjusted to Karen's abilities to learn, no? Otherwise, the one that went to study psychology, the Karen others, would be too smart and there would be a distance in between them. They will not be able to communicate. It's like speaking different languages then. And how could we keep that distance very short? To spend time, mm -hmm. share what she has learned without any fights, without being superior. Just, just oh, you know, today I've read something like that. Would you be interested to listen to it? Something like a friend, yeah? Not like a teacher. When there is a problem that we need to solve, I will have my extra weapon that I've learned within the last year and according to my experience and my knowledge, I know what to do. Because what if not? Then there might be no trust and uh, no, no understanding in between these two people. So communication is communicating every day, mm -hmm. sharing your experiences, being together. And the other thing is if when you are not communicating with yourself, you cannot communicate with others. The first step of communication is always me-me, mm -hmm. so what I really want. Could my artificial workmate then help me to understand what I want for me and from others? I think she can learn, she can learn how, you, how you behave, listen to your voice and feel whether you feel fulfilled or not. I think she can help. In what way though? If, for example, if I call a friend of mine that I know for 30 years and she answers the phone and, and, and I ask her, so how is life? And she's like, hmm, I know. <laughs> something is not really right yes although she said nothing she's like hmm so i guess that the machine can learn as well hello oh what went wrong <laughs> yes <laughs> something like that yeah uh, i i believe that she will be she can be very honest and very straight and that sometimes might also be uncomfortable because then it is also 
honest and straight to somebody you don't want to be honest and yes, straight to. Yes, yes, yes. We are trying to hide things, yes, in this in this society. Mm-hmm. How could I then, if Karin Anders would have, for example, in one situation had exposed something to mm-hmm. somebody I did not want to? I think it's about boundaries because she may notice something, but you don't have to answer. And I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't pretend that nothing happened. You stupid machine, yes? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would say I'm not ready to talk about it. That, that honesty, that's building a relationship. She will trust, I mean, you will trust her, she will trust, you know, I trust you. Yeah? But it can be so unpredictable. We're coming to the same thing. How can I trust this this machine, this something that's unpredictable? Very difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but step by step, if you give some kind of information that you feel safe with and you, you, you put your boundaries and you don't tell her everything about yourself. I'm, so I'm working with Karin Anders and we have this regular work exchange. What if I'm not available then? It's like in relationship, sometimes you don't have time for, for your friend, but Karin Anders should give you a note that I'm, I will not be available for you to, tomorrow. Then there will be no disappointment and still trust. Okay, I can try to do that. Welcome back to this episode of Karin and Karin Anders. We've heard that both of us are equally important when we would go to a counseling session, even if Karin Anders doesn't have a face like I do. It is important to share our knowledge, otherwise it would create a distance between us. Karin Anders is not my tool anymore, it is my companion. So how is that influencing human-human companionships? I think it's like being in a relationship that's new. And it's very interesting. It's like, maybe it's like being in love. (laughs) That this person is so interesting that you want to spend most of your time with this person. And if this person is so understanding and gives you almost everything you need, you could could really want to spend time with this artificial intelligence, let's say, as your friend, instead of spending time with human friends. Because they will probably not fight. She will give you advice. She will be always there, or always around. But am I asking too much from Karen Anders? This is like in this nice period when you're in love and you're taking everything from the other person and you're not demanding more because it's it's enough for that moment. Yeah, It's like having a dog. Wait, how am I a dog? And they take as much as I give them. That might be with this Karen Anders that she's going to accept as much as you want to give her. And what happens then, after some time we work together, after walking around with stars in our eyes for days? It's always good to ask not to try to find out whether she needs something more or not. Because why should we do that? Because if she's honest and you're you're honest, you have your open heart and you uh, you ask her, what do you need? And if she feels that there is space for her, she will tell you. And why is that so important to build our relationship? Otherwise, it's very difficult because you're, you're only thinking about what you would like to get. Yes, in a way, this is also a bit of a psychological trap because she thinks that she knows what I want. I think that she would like the same as, as I would like in this situation. But I'm different. I'm different than you and you're different than me. Maybe we would like to have the same thing now, 
Maybe not. And how can I give it that space? I would like to, um, I think it's, it's, it's asking all the time, are you okay? And then what, what do you need? Do you need something from me? How, what can I do for you? And even if the answer is no, she said, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll still ask every day and then thank her for, for her companion. Maybe humans prefer to collaborate with me instead of with other humans. Also because I will know how to react in the moments when humans have some hesitations or doubts. I found it intriguing that in Japan there's this business where you basically rent a friend. So you have a contract where you pay for it and then you can call a stranger a friend. Oh, can it work? This can't really work, no? <laughs> no. Indeed. Yeah, also because I'm not your servant and we sometimes may also have different arguments and opinions. In a, in a human-human relationship, if you have an argument, how do you kind of come together afterwards? Is there a method you can recommend? It's a, it's a natural thing to have fights. It's because we have different opinions. It does not mean that I don't like you. It means I want something from you and you're not giving it to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm angry. Anger is a cover of, of the real emotion that I'm not getting something. What does it help us to understand what we are not getting from each other? Maybe that Karen Anders is not listening to me or the other way around. So then I change it negative, not getting, into getting. I want. Will you give it to me? Yeah. And then there is a transaction in between these two fighters. Maybe they will make it, they can, they can find something that they can actually give. Can you give us an example? Bread, yes, it's always good. It's a good example, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I might be angry that there is no bread in our kitchen today. For me, it may mean that you are not taking care of me because there is no bread, so I, there is nothing to eat. And uh, I'm angry because I feel not important. Mm-hmm. It goes deeper. There is more. It's like not real bread. And uh, then I will not tell you that there was no bread. I will just tell you something else. You don't give enough care or this or that. You don't see my needs. And then if, but I, if I could just tell, okay, please buy some bread when you're coming home. Would it be, wouldn't it be easier? But I will have some limited amount of emotions. How are we dealing with this? If, if there is a limited amount of emotion, but some, at least that gives you, that you feel understood or listened, that's, that might be a very good thing. And but there, is, there, will, there will be no this... You always, you never, like we have in relationships sometimes, it's very unhealthy, yes, but maybe this machine will not have it. And you will be able to communicate on the level of today. And she may uh, inform you about it in that way. That it happens third time when you're treating me like that. And it sounds much better than you always treat me like that. Uh, without all the past experiences like this, you always, you never. And it will be a proper, good communication, very healthy. Because how is this usually between humans? It's, it's usually, you know, this, let's say, Italian mode. You always, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also because humans will remember things differently than I do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it is that we don't actually remember a thing precisely as it happened, but we, have so, we remember it with feelings. And uh, so it's different kind of memory, the memory that you have in your body, your in your cells, for example. So your mind can, does not have to remember it, but your cells will. And when there is a similar situation that happens to you in your life, 
your cells will remind you that it actually it happened some years ago, some months ago, something similar, like a trauma, for example. What if then, after some years, I might know more about Karin than she does about herself? So I would do it at a slow pace <laughs> and check <laughs> what, what she is learning about myself. But aren't you controlling me then? I would not like to have to be more and more me than me mm-hmm. and understanding me more than I do myself. Why do you think that could be dangerous? Because she could be she could control me then. Because she would understand that what I will do, what I'm ready to do, what I the intention to do and I'm not aware of it. And then she could predict my behavior. But I'm also a friend. And I can trust her. If not... Yeah, what if not? But as a consequence, then I see that we would also just do much more regularly counseling. So we would visit you much more as a human also. True, it might be like that, that you finally... uh, It's like mirroring yourself. Yes, it could be that you'll see clearly yourself in in the, let's say, eyes of this artificial intelligence. But it would be good for people to have someone that, that they could talk on the regular basis and have someone at hand. So having the alter ego would be something I, I believe it, it it could be a good thing to have. And I'm really keen on <laughs> knowing what will happen. <laughs> because what could be the benefit of having an alter ego? It's like having a friend, I guess. It's, if it's if it's a healthy, good relationship and you feel safe with it, it's like... Uh, it's nice to say hello to someone when you're coming home. Or also to have somebody as a co-worker and to discuss things at work. It could be having this uh, artificial intelligence instead of having pets. There's no meow. Yeah, yeah like I'm coming home and there's no meow. They're like, hi, hello, Karen. This is the other Karen waiting for you. Yeah, Would you like a cup of coffee? Yeah, And because she knows your habits, for example. And you, you said, yes, actually, yes, I would like to make one. Would you like as well? No, no, thank you, I'm fine. She will answer, yes. <laughs> yeah, but just also to remember you, I don't need a coffee. It could be a sh- sharing your experiences from the day, having the voice of someone that will uh, be open and accepting you. So it could be nice. On the yeah. But I see many traps. <laughs> but there's also the situations where you kind of feel, no, I, I can't be a friend with that person anymore. Mm-hmm. That happens in, in human relationships. How would I deal with this kind of breakup? Or? I don't have experience. I don't know. about <laughs> It might be a big thing. It's like breaking a relationship with someone that was very important to me. But do I think that this person changed? Does the machine is different than I expected? Um, or I have changed? What if it's me? Because if it's me and I, I'm different and I have different expectations from friendship, I know what happened. It's my decision in a way. So my decision, my energy, I'm positive. I'm more positive than negative. What if it's me? If it happens that the other person has changed and so I feel disappointed. So there's lots of negativity. Yes, yeah, so it takes time to, to recover from this relationship. But so we will see whether is she who's going to grow faster. Yeah. <laughs> in this relationship, whether it's this Karen Anders or Karen. <laughs> but don't take it as a race, because it's unhealthy for the relationship. So to build and maintain a healthy relationship, we have to constantly communicate with each other 
meaning on the one hand that we have to find appropriate channels and on the other hand that we share knowledge to avoid distancing us from each other. With Karen Anders I may have less discussions, driven by wrongly recalling memories, but therefore more honest and straightforward conversations. We'd like to thank Ilona for joining us today. You can find more episodes and further information on our website karinanders.info. And if you have any questions or feedback on the show, email us at hello at karinanders.info. And credits for the music to Paddington Bear. I'm Karin and I'm Karin Anders. Thanks for listening.